Having emerged from the underground, the thieves once again changed clothing in the mainline train station's public toilets. In the privacy of the stalls, secondary bags were pulled from within the original backpacks, which were then stuffed inside their replacements. Barrett had suggested that precaution, knowing that disposing of a bag in a train station was likely to raise an alarm in a city wary of terrorism. Scowcroft stepped out onto the concourse and scanned the faces of those stood waiting for their trains. He saw nothing that raised his hackles. He looked over his shoulder, seeing Charlotte and Barrett in position behind him. He wasn't worried if they should lose him in the crowd. They both knew the rendezvous point. He kept his head down, fitting in amongst dozens of commuters and tourists, and looking at the phone in his hand. The screen was locked, but it was the perfect excuse to keep his face from the cameras. Behind him, Charlotte and Barrett did the same. Scowcroft took an escalator up to the champagne bar. He waited there patiently until his two accomplices appeared on his shoulder. The trio was now complete, and aside from Barrett's nose, they resembled respectable tourists. "'I've got a reservation,' Scowcroft told the young hostess, who smiled at the handsome man in front of her as he gave her a false name. "'Ashcroft. Sorry I'm a bit late.' "'That's no problem, Mr. Ashcroft,' the hostess told him, pushing her hair back from her face. "'If you'd like to follow, I'll show you to your table.' "'Thank you,' he replied, wishing for a moment that he truly was an innocent tourist. His fantasy was cut short as he caught sight of the shock on the woman's face when she took in Barrett's shattered nose. "'He's a cage-fighter,' Scowcroft shot in quickly. "'We both are, except I'm a lot quicker than him.' "'Not too quick, I hope,' the hostess replied with a smile and swiftly left. The table was at the English end of the champagne bar and offered excellent views over the station below. If there was trouble, the thieves would see it coming.' They all knew the location of the fire escapes and their emergency rendezvous at St Pancras Gardens, but this was doing little to calm their fraying nerves, as the adrenaline of that morning was being replaced by a bone-crushing weariness. "'Be nice if we could remember why we're here, instead of you trying to shag anything with a pulse,' Charlotte scolded Scowcroft as they took their seats. "'I know why I'm here,' he shot back, his mood shifting from arousal to anger in a split second. "'I'm here because Tony's my brother.' I wasn't the one who tried to run out on him when he came back like he did. Charlotte's first retort died as an angry choke on her lips. The second was stalled by Barrett's intervention. Easy now, Alex. We're all here because we love Tony. Doesn't matter if it's by blood, marriage or mates. We're all here for him. I'm not having her talk to me like that. The young man grumbled, showing the immaturity behind his confident facade. You're not my family, he told her, the words quiet but resonating. I'm his family, Charlotte hissed. I'm his family in a way you can't even imagine. We'll see about that when he gets the full story, Scowcroft told her. We'll see whose family when my brother wakes up.